more time, lift up your voice now. I've been redeemed. Oh, by love divine. By love divine. Oh, glory, glory. Oh, yes, Christ is mine. Mine, oh, dream. Ezekiel chapter 18 verse 4. Ezekiel Have you been redeemed? Oh, that's only your two of you who are redeemed. Have you been redeemed, church? Amen, we've been redeemed. By love divine. Praise the Lord. And so we read Ezekiel chapter 18 verse 4. And then we shall be seated. Let us first speak to the Lord. Our kind heavenly father. We have been here sung and had songs being sung and rejoiced. Now we want to take a turn. Get into the preaching of the word. It's only you that can preach to us, Lord. Speak to us the words of life. Father, you know what we have need of. You know what everyone has need of here this morning. May you come and supply our needs according to which is in Check me out of the way, Lord. I am nothing and there is nothing I can speak that will benefit your children. But if you come and take me out of the way and use me, then, Lord, something can be said which will be bless. Also these people, Father, may they not hear with their physical being, but may they yield themselves to you, that you will be able to speak to them. Grant it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Behold, all souls are mine, as the soul of the Father so also the soul of the son is mine. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. Ezekeri esula ya kumina manana olinyiruwa kuna. Laba ememezo na zangi. Nge meme ya chitawe ne meme yomwana buwecho yangi. Ememe kore chibi yerifa. Amen. Amina. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. Ememe kore chibi yerifa. You may be seated. Now, no doubt, we are all coming from different places, different um, a kind of lifestyles. We've been through different things this week. We are different people. But I would like us, while we are here, to yield ourselves our souls especially to the preaching of the word this morning. 
allow the Holy Spirit to minister to us. Amen. Amen. If you control your movements, please do it and the Lord will bless you. Give it your all. Give the word your all for maybe an hour or so. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. How many are going to do that? So I'm speaking to you this morning on the subject of the redemption of our souls. And by the by the way, before we, we I get into the word, I would like to let you know that uh, on Saturday. Myself and Brother Shem went to uh, Brother Samuel's house. Brother Samuel is a, a student that goes to the same school that Shem goes to. And uh, he's been here for a while. I see he's not here this morning. But his family, his father refused him to come back again to church. He said, you are going to that church. I don't know them. I don't even know what they teach. So you are going to stay here. His father is Anglican. His mother is Catholic. But as uh, I went there, I was just asking the Lord to give me favor before them. And we, I asked the mother to, long story short, we went through the, uh, the prayer book and then the Bible comparing the two. And by the, at the end of it, all the mother said, So it means uh, we have really never gotten saved. Oh, I wish my husband was here. Hear these things. But don't worry, when he comes back, I'm going to share everything with him. And we will all as a family come to church. (laughs) Amen. So pray for them that the Lord will sustain them. So the redemption of our souls. Now the scripture here in Ezekiel says that the soul that sinneth, it shall die. And if there is something that God does not do, God does not tell lies. Whatever God speaks, he ensures it comes to pass. And now when you look at Genesis chapter 2 verse 16, and the Lord commanded uh, the man saying of every tree of the garden, thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge, of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou shalt eatest, uh, that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Mukama katonda nala gira omuntu. Namugama anti. Bulimuti ogomurusuku orianga ko. Gabu ono ya garanga. Na yomuti ogokumanyogurunji nobubi. Togurianga ko. Kubango orunakuroli guriako. Tori makufa. And I always told people that in the Garden of Eden, there were two kinds of trees, uh, three kinds of trees, categories of trees. There were trees 
that were everywhere in the garden that were good for food but there were also other kinds of trees that were in the midst of the garden and those two kinds of trees were actually figurative they were not physical trees you see one of them was the tree of life and another was the tree of knowledge of good and evil so now man was allowed to eat from all trees including from the tree of life but there was one tree which was in the midst of the garden and it was the tree of knowledge this tree man was forbidden to eat from it. Now, we know those of us in the message that the tree of life is actually Jesus Christ. It's actually God himself. You see, the word tree in the Bible actually means man. If you read in the book of Psalms chapter 1, it says, uh, it talks about the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. And he said it shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Man. So even the Bible refers to Israel as, as trees. Even in the New Testament, it, it calls them the feet. And we see that the tree of life, if the word tree means a man, so that means the tree of life is the man of life. And who is the man of life? He came once on earth and he declared it himself and he said I am the tree of life he said I am the way the truth and the life no man comes to the father but by me in other words Jesus was declaring to the people I am the man of life he said my flesh is meat indeed and my blood is drink indeed so Jesus was a tree that you could eat and have life amen he was a tree and he was edible but then I wanted to follow me closely there was another tree and this was a tree that possessed or had the forbidden fruit out of that tree man was not allowed to eat anything and that's the tree of knowledge and this tree of knowledge had two good things in two things in it one is good and another is evil and he said you shall not eat of it and here is what God said that day you will eat of it that's Day. you shall die as a matter of fact he said thou shalt surely die does God fulfill his word if he said you will die if you eat of it 
He meant every word of it. And in Ezekiel he said, the soul that sinneth, that soul shall die. So now, here we have several words we need to deal with. We have the word sin. And then we have the word death. So we need to understand this word. So that then we can now look at another word, redemption. Without the word sin and death, there is no word redemption. Do you see why we need to have redemption? Hallelujah. Amen. Because there was death and sin. Why did God permit sin and death to come into the world? So that he can be able to redeem. God wanted to express himself as a redeemer and the action of redemption cannot apply to angels it cannot apply to angelic beings because they can't understand how it works the only one who can understand redemption is the one who can understand sin and death hallelujah Amen. when Jesus came on the world he did not come for the right he did not come for the perfect but he came for the sinner why? Because he was the kinsman redeemer hallelujah amen and before he could redeem he too needed to understand how sin works that's a big one we can get into it later but now I want you to see Let's, let us begin with the first word. What is sin? Brother Barnum in the message, the anointed ones at the end time. Or rather, the invisible union of the bride of Christ. He says, What is sin? Brother, if you can find those words. He says, What is sin? Sin is unbelief. Unbelief in what? Unbelief in the word. Unbelief in God. Which is the word. Are you following me, church? I want you now if, for me to know that you're following me, you have to say amen. Right? Amen. We believe in amen in the word here. So I want you to follow me closely. Here is God. He creates man in his image. He sets him in a garden to dress it. And that man was like God on earth. That man was, oh, listen to me. He was created to have dominion. And remember that man was a spirit man. We are now in Genesis 1. And that man was both male and female. Not a map for the diet or something. But rather 
the woman was in the man just like the man was in Christ. You follow that? So now God spoke to the man. He did not tell him to go and reproduce. But he told him to go and multiply. Thank you. Amen. So there is a difference between multiplication and reproduction. Reproduction happens later. But the purpose of God was for man to multiply and fill the earth. Man was in the image of God and man was supposed to give forth Children like God was. Children. He was God speaks. And things happen. So now in the same way. Adam was supposed to speak. And children were supposed to be born. And someone said how can that happen? Read your Bible. It has happened before. There was a time. When there was a woman. Who did not know a man. And her name was Mary. And one time when the angel of the Lord came. He had the word of the Lord. And when he spoke the word, and the woman said, be it unto me. That very moment, she received a child in her womb. So the word of God is created. And the word of Adam was also created. Whatever he would say would come to pass. But now something happened. When the devil came in the equation, and he beguiled Eve, he said, God said, you should not eat of this tree. The woman said, God said we should not eat of the tree. We we, we should not even touch it. When she added on the word, the serpent, the Bible says, was more subtle than any other beast. Listen, the serpent was not a snake. The serpent was a beast that could walk and talk and reason. And so the devil incarnated in that serpent and came and beguiled him. What was the sin that was done? But Abraham says sin means unbelief. So God gave Adam his word. He said of all the trees you can eat, but of the tree that is in the midst of the garden. The tree of knowledge and of, 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 of evil. Good and evil. You shall not eat of it. And when the serpent came, he said, no problem. You can eat. You will not die. Now, what was that? It was perversion of the truth. 
And when Eve had that, she had a choice to make. Just like every one of us here this morning. You have a choice to make. There is something, Sister Agnes, that God has given you. That no animal possesses it. And that's the power to make a choice. We are free moral agents. Whether you make a choice to do or not to do. And at that moment, Eve had the power to make a choice. And she made a choice. And she disobeyed God. Hallelujah. Amen. So what was the sin? Unbelief. You cannot disobey God before you refuse to be, before you turn down his word. Are you following me? And in the message, the anointed ones at the end time. The prophet asks, and what is sin? It is righteousness perverted. What is adultery? The right act perverted. What is a lie? The truth misinterpreted. A perversion. And in the bridge, he says, now we say sin, we just call it sin. What is sin? A lot of people say drinking. Committing adultery. No, no, no. That is the attributes of sin. So Eve committed adultery. Was that the sin? What was the sin? Unbelief. The adultery was only an attribute, an outcome of the sin she had committed. And that's what sin causes. Adultery, drinking, and all that. But the real sin is unbelief. That's where it is named and called out. And if you are a believer, you don't do those things. If you are a believer, you don't drink. If you are a believer, you don't fornicate. If you are a believer, you don't commit adultery. Do I have believers in this country? If you are believers, you don't do those things. Why? Because you are a believer. But no matter how holy you try to make yourself, and how religious you try to be, if you do those things, you are an unbeliever. And he says that is scriptural. No matter what you say you are, if you, if in your life, we can see attributes of unbelief. It simply means you are not a believer. Do you know the Bible says it is not possible for a believer to commit sin? Now you understand that. Just hang in there. So we know what sin is. God says something 
the devil says the opposite and if we take what the devil says over what God says then that is sin Amen. Amina. Hallelujah. Amina. Verse three, chapter three, verse four of Genesis. He says, "And the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die.'" Uh, uh, ye shall not surely die. Says who? Says the devil. You will not die. But don't ever lie yourself. God honors one thing. And that is his word. And he says that sin bringeth forth death. So let me read this and then I ask all of you. And the serpent said unto the woman, He shall not surely die. Is that true? Let me ask again. I can say have a lot of people dozing today. Are you here? Alright. And the serpent said unto the woman, He shall not surely die. Is that a true saying? Oh, now you now you are active. Katimuli mukiras. Okay. Kale. You shall not surely die. Tori fatemuli fa. That's a lie. Obobulimba. That's a lie of the. Obobulimba wa sitani. That's not true. Echo sije tuuf. Thou shall not. Thou shall surely not die. Ah, temuli fa. But the Bible says. Nisa ibuli agamba. Sin. Echibi. If you what is sin? Unbelief of the truth. Echibi. We will take this amasima. Sin. Echibi. Bring it forth. If God said don't eat and you you eat no matter what somebody tells you as long as God said it sin will bring forth death sin brought death 2000 years ago and sin will bring death today and sin will bring death all the time but I want, it, I want you to see here the procedure or the process of sin death doesn't just happen death comes in at a certain stage uh, in James 1 14 it says but every man is tempted when he is tempted when he is drawn away from his own lust yes he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed so there is something that is tempting you. Something that is tempting you. It draws you away. You remember Samson? How many remember Samson? Samson. Samson was drawn away by his own lust. And then he was enticed. Now, when lust has conceived, 
So last conceives. Please, maybe your neighbor is sleeping. Just slap them and tell them last conceives. Last conceives. Are you following me this morning? Last conceived. Last is a seed. And when it comes, when, when you have it in your when you're in your body, it conceives. And when you have conceived the pregnancy of your last, do you see why we have to come to church all the time? Do you see why we have to listen to the word all the time? Because some of you need to commit abortion, spiritual abortion. Because you don't just die. You don't just get separated from God. You don't just backslide. You have a pregnancy before that happens. And my work as a spiritual doctor. It is to, 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 to do a certain procedure on you. For you to abort your pregnancy. The pregnancy that has been conceived by last. You know the devil deceives you with this and that. With money. With prestige. With power. With, with, with you know a very small, small thing. You know and then you conceive something. But when you come to the house of God. Then there is a spiritual doctor. Hallelujah. Who is allowed by the legal law of the world. To commit a person on you. Yes, sir. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And then, you know, that when that happens, you cannot die. But what happens? Many people avoid abortion. When last has conceived, it brings forth sin. Are you seeing the procedure? After the conception, then comes sin. What is sin, everybody? Unbelief of the word. Hey. So you don't simply say, I don't believe what God said. I don't believe that. You begin slowly, slowly. And then you meet somebody. And they will tell you. God will have mercy on those who have mercy Let me just do what I have to do. You just know they have seen already. But not every but who is tempted has sinned. Jesus was tempted, he never sinned. The Bible says he was tempted with all manner of temptation that we have been tempted with. Hallelujah. Amen. But he never sinned. He never disbelieved the word. Here he was. Hungry. Hungry. After fasting for 40 days. And then the devil comes. I believe. Jesus was 
just entertaining that devil in his mind. Yesu kasitani kali mu. Kali mu birowozo bye. I want you to see brother. Njagala mulabo oluganda. I don't know what tempts you. Simanyikwe bichibi. But here was Jesus. Kati Yesu yali wano. And the devil was just around him. Ngasitani amuliao. Where was the devil? Sitani yali wa. Sitani yali mubirowozo in his mind. Some people think that it was just but he was just in his mind. Sitani yali mubirowozo bi. But the man I'm someone the greatest part ever you know you are hungry and I believe Jesus agreed because he knew he was hungry you know you can turn this into bread and you know whenever the devil sends a missile he steps back and watches what you will do how you will react how did Jesus react Person will not survive on food only. Yeah, God bless you. Man, you can go back. Man shall not live by bread alone. Yes, you are but by every one. Ah, I'm tempting this one. But it's very hard to sin. You cannot sin. God cannot sin. He was tempted because he was in the blood, body, the flesh. But he could not have sin. And if Christ, that same Christ is in you, brother, you will be tempted. But you cannot sin. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says after you have after last has conceived, it bringeth forth And when unbelief is it finished with you, it will bring death. So now the question is the second question what is death? Okay. Mm. All right, for, go with me here now. I'll, I'll read from the fourth seal, brother. Death means eternal separation from God. That is what death means to be eternal separated from God. And you remember in the book of Genesis chapter 3. Verse 23. The Bible says, Therefore the Lord God sent him from the garden of Aden to till the ground from whence he was taken. He drove out the man and he placed at the east of the garden of uh, cherubims and a flaming sword. Listen. Which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. Now, somebody said, God never fulfilled his word. When Adam and Eve sinned, why did 
they continued to, to be alive. They even had children and grandchildren. But wait a moment. Are you understanding the Bible? What is death? The soul that sinned, that soul shall die. You see, what is death? Death is means to be eternally separated from God. When you read in the book of Revelation in the church age of Sardis, he told them, Agamba, you have a name that you live, but you are dead. Which means somebody can live as in this flesh spiritually dead. Brother, that is the worst condition you can ever be in. Avoid spiritual death. Because you may think you have life. But when you have death, look at the Pharisees. They were sons of Abraham. And remember Abraham had a promise that all that that his seed shall possess the gates of his enemy. And whoever will cast them will be cast. And when God himself came in flesh, through Jesus they never believed him and when that happened Jesus told them you are of your father the devil I wanted to imagine these people who are coming from a royal line and Jesus tells them your father is the devil and they knew what it means for somebody to cast them. You remember one time even Balak sent Balaam to go and cast them. You remember what happened when he went there? How many remember what happened? What did he do? He simply blessed them. You cannot cast the children of God. But here is Jesus. Yes, Many years later, and he's casting them. And the curse was effected. How possible? You know, the word of God is so amazing. But the issue here is these Pharisees had backslidden. They were backslidden. They had a name that they were living, but they were dead. And Jesus did not recognize them as being in the royal lineage. Because how do you how do you tag a son of God? Faith. Taking God at his word. How do you tag the children of the devil? They never believe the word. They always only believe the word. Praise the name of the Lord. We're still looking at Genesis 3, 23, 24 there. If you are a son or daughter of God, you will always believe the one. If you are not, you will not. And these people, when Jesus came before them, they rejected him. So he said, hey, because you reject my word, you are of your father the devil. 
If your father was Abraham, you would have believed me. Because you don't believe me, you are of your father the devil. And even today, we have many people out in the name tag of Christianity. They have the name tag of Jesus on them. They pronounce Jesus. They say they worship Jesus. Glorify him. They dance for him. But what does Jesus say? Not every man that says, Lord, Lord, shall enter in. But he that does the will of the Father. Is that the man? And what is the will of the Father? The will of the Father is the word of God. If you believe in Jesus and you reject the word, it means you are an unbeliever. And here Adam, when Adam and Eve sinned, they were kicked out of the garden of Eden. And cherubims were placed with the flaming sword. Which turned everyone to keep the way of the, of the children. There is something I want you to see here. He did not say he was keeping, the sword was keeping the tree of life. The tree of life is God. It doesn't need protection. But what was it keeping? The way. How can I explain this? You see me here standing before you. I have a way about. Uh, I, I have a way, I have a character. Mm. Yes, that's the word. I, mean, I have a way I talk. I have a way I smile. I have a way I walk. Brother Wanga also has his way. You remember, you remember, how many remember the story of Akimaz and Kush? And, uh, and when Kush when 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 they saw Akimas running, they said, "Look at him! Isn't that the running like the running of Akimas?" In other words, without even talking to somebody, you can you can mark their way. You can mark the way that they have about them. The way of a man is his character. Is his nature. Some people just love touching their eye. Others they just like touching their mouth all the time. Others Others just uh, always like wiping their hair. You know, Others just like, like touching their ear even when there is nothing. And their, their children will do the same thing. Because that's the way about them. And now, 
After Adam and Eve had sinned, God kicked them out of the garden. And when he kicked them, there was a, 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 a cherubim's place on the east side of the garden with a flaming sword. What was the purpose? To keep the way of the people. Because Adam sinned, he was cut off from the way of God, from the character of God, from the nature of God. Now, in other words, he's dead, eternally separated from God. Even the very things they will do, they don't in any way suggest the character and nature of Christ. Is that so? And we see the same thing today. Men are dead. They are separated from the character and nature of Christ. You know, men marry and divorce, marry and divorce. You know, women, the devil has made turn them into something. Younger people, they've just gone into all sorts of perversions. What is happening? Let me ask you a question. Is that the nature of Christ? So what is happening? Whose whose nature is it? It's the nature of the devil. It's the nature of the devil. You see all sorts of professions. Even in the churches. You find girls wearing mini skirts. And then they put a legging. The boys have just wear those kind of trousers which look as if they are powered them inside. And then they say, let us now begin to worship God. When they put on the music, oh my God, it's a bar. It's a nightclub. Are these things not true? I'm not criticizing anybody. But I'm showing you character and nature. It is either the character and nature of Christ or it is not. If the way you dress is not the character and nature of Christ. It means there is death somewhere. If what you eat, you go drinking, you go, you know, taking all drugs, that means it's a certain kind of nature. But I will tell you, it is not the nature of my God. Because God has one nature. And it is a uniform nature. A woman may be an American. It may be a Ugandan. It may be an Ethiopian. It will have one nature. One character. One way about him. Hallelujah. Amen. And as sons of God, we have to have the nature of God. But what happened? Because of sin, we were separated from that nature. Man was eternally separated from the nature. Separated from God. You could never ever get the character or the life of God. 
there was a big gap God inside man the other side and was there and yet he was alive mm. Are you getting it? Man was dead. And yet he continued to live. But was dead. He was separated from the nature of God. Let me tell you, church. A man without the Holy Ghost is not different from a beast. It's not different. You find somebody feeling somebody else in cold blood. All because they want to take something from them. They don't care whether they just hit that fire, gonna grab something. Let me tell you, what is that? It is a beastly nature. And here is the sad thing. We are all born with that nature. And now, we are all born with selfishness. We are all born with, uh, with pride. We are all born, you know, with all these things. The nature of sin. Why? Because we were eternally separated from God. Because of sin. The way we were born. The Bible says we were born in sin. You might have been born by a, a, a family that had holy matrimony. Or you might have been born by a prostitute. There is no difference. You are all born in sin. We are all shot in iniquity. We come to the world speaking lies. Why? Because we, we are separated from the nature of Christ. Man had lost it. Man had lost his nature. His true nature. So what needs to be done? Redemption. Hallelujah. Amen. Man needed redemption. Let me tell you, there are two kinds of seeds. There is a, a seed of, of, of the devil. The serpent seed. No matter what you do, it can never be redeemed. Oh, that is sad. But that is true. But the seed of God, no matter how deep they are in sin, no matter how bad they are, let me tell you, there is the power in redemptive blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. You must be redeemed. And if you are hearing me this morning, you are a seed of God. Nothing will stop you from being redeemed. And it's not going to be by your works. It's not because you pray too much. Oh, because you sang too much. You danced so well. You dressed so well. No, those things are going to happen. After you are, you are redeemed. When you are redeemed, it will be another character you will receive. 
Let me tell you. Believers have got it wrong. They think it is what you do that will save you. It's not your dress will save you. It's not your speaking well will save you. The Bible says our own righteousness are like filthy rags before God. It can't save us. If it was going to redeem us, then we do not need a redeemer. But thank God, the works of our Redeemer are able to give us a new nature. The nature of Christ, the life of God, and the devil can't stop it. Because Jesus did not die for nothing. He died for you and me. Hallelujah. Amen. If Jesus knew that I cannot be redeemed, he shouldn't have died. But that he died, it means he knows I must be redeemed. And when you, oh hallelujah, when you receive the nature of Christ in your soul, that's the redemption for you. Even your body has nothing but to just say amen. So, don't try to do the work. Receive this redemption. And the works must come automatically. Souls that are in prison now. He says, Where there is no blood on the door, the death angel visits and they go on right on living, but dead while they are living. We have so many dead bodies moving. Some people, some people fear dead bodies. But dead body was true. I don't know if they buried someone here. See, but dead body was true. To rise up. You find people running, taking off. But yet many people actually dead bodies moving. Like he says in the show, he says they are blind and they don't know. They don't know. Romans 3:23. For uh, all have sinned and have come short of the glory of God. Romans 5:12. Wherefore, as by one man sinned, as by one man sin entered into the world. And death by sin. And so death passed upon all men. For that all have sin. Now remember when I was in a few in Awasa. I was speaking uh, to the children of Brother Timothy. And then this girl, I don't remember how old she was then, maybe 10 or 9. Esther. Esther. 
And then I read that the scripture. And I told her, do you know who a sinner is? She said, oh yes. I told her who is a sinner. She said, the drunkards and the thieves. The thugs and the... And then I said, okay, let's read the Bible. And then we read, for all have sinned. And the woman that read that, she started crying. So, uh, you know, the mother came and uh, Mama ja, said, like, what is wrong? She said, I don't know. I just read for the scripture. And, and then, you know, uh, you know, so, I mean, she, she said maybe she's not feeling well. Then she took her to bed. So the following morning, we started from where we stopped. I asked again, do you remember where we stopped? She said, not exactly. I said, we're talking about sinners. I said, the Bible says, for all I have sinned. And I, I, now I showed her even with more scriptures. How that it doesn't matter how old you are. As long as you were born by a woman and came into the world, the way we come into the world, according to God, you were a sinner. And she started crying again. So when the mother came this time, we both realized it was something else. It wasn't because she was sick, it was conviction. If you are a child of God and you are old enough to understand and you hear the word you know what you hear? You begin hearing from your theophany. You begin hearing from where you were before you came into this messed up body. You begin hearing news that you can be redeemed, that you can be restored, that sure can make you emotional. Because you realize we are living a lie in this body with that Christ. But with Christ, you realize you can be redeemed. Hallelujah. Amen. And that little girl, right there on the dining table, she cried and sobbed and cried and sobbed. I gave her a moment. And then she came back and spoke to me. I asked her, why are you crying? She said, I did not know that I must see her. What can I do? I told her, don't worry. I was like that. You know, uh, angel that spoke to the elder that spoke to John. said, John, weep not for the iron of the tribe of Judah has prevailed. Hallelujah. Amen. To take the book and to remove the seal. John, weep not. And when John turned to see, what did he see? He saw a lamb. A slave.
When you came here, you realized it. And when you hear it with your ears, just hear your name being told. And you recognize the word of God. And you cannot run away from it. The only thing you're going to do is say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And that little girl, that same day, was baptized in the name of our Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you, God is our Redeemer. For since, since man came death, for since by man came death, I'm in 1 Corinthians 15, 21. By, that, by man also, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. Hallelujah. Amen. If by Adam man, Adam omuntu came death, by another man, there is another man whom the resurrection of the dead must come. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you, I am no longer born of a woman. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, I have my mother here and I love her. Mama wange huna atemwagala. Sorry mom. Mama sonyiwa. I'm no longer born by you. Sikwa I am born again. Nasari wa Burundi obofu. Nekmukuruno. Ma. Nasari wa Mosaja. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible says in Job 14 verse 1 man that is born of a woman is of a few days. So if you are born by a woman, I'm sorry for you. You know these mothers, when they are annoyed with us, they love looking at us and reminding us, you see, you see this stomach, I carried you here for nine months. So don't you think that it is? But let me also say something else. Not that I don't respect her mother. This also you are included. Listen. Man that is born of a woman. Mother whatever you gave birth to. The Bible says of a few days. It is full of trouble. And it comes forth like a flower. And it's cut down. It flies like a shadow. And continue with not. Hallelujah. Amen. But let me say that man born of a man is going to live eternally. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what this man came to do on the oh, cross. Oh, he came on the cross so that he will bring forth children. Children after his nature and character. 
That's what redemption means. In the message of Redeemer Redemption, it says, I like the word redemption. Redeemed. It means to be brought back. Redeemed. Redemption means that the devil put you into the pawn shop. <laughs> and Jesus, yes, he come and take you out. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When I was born, when Nazariwa, the way I was born, I never was happy. Because he thought he had me. He put me to a bone shop. But let me tell you, when Jesus came, yes, we and he died on the cross, he came to take me out. Hallelujah. We have a song that says, You got me into trouble. But Jesus got me out. I'm glad my sins are gone. Where are they? They are underneath the blood. Over cross on Calvary. As far removed as darkness is from door. In the sea of God's forgetfulness. It's good enough for you. Praise God. My sins are gone. Romans 5.21 says. That a sin has reigned unto death. Reigned. Unto death. Even so much grace. <laughs> Reign through righteousness. Unto eternal life. By Jesus Christ our Lord. The baptism of the Holy Ghost says. God. God. To show his power. To show what he was. That he was a savior. He permitted a sinner to be here. Katonda. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible in the book of Revelation. Says and Michael. Fought the dragon and his angels. And when they fought, the Bible says, Then Michael defeated the dragon and his angels. And they were cast down into the earth. And in Ezekiel, he says, Thou wast in Eden, the garden of God. And then he also he says, You were on the mountain of God. 
but they were cast down. In Jeremiah, he explains and he says, you wanted to lift yourself above the stars of the So the devil wanted to lift himself above God. And he was cast down here. And when he was cast down, he went right into the Garden of Eden. He said, if God cannot give me his kingdom up here, I will go take the one down there. And so God permitted it to happen. But God had a plan. That's what I love about our God. He always has a plan. Hallelujah. Amen. And I want to speak to you this morning. God has a plan for your life. And right there, you went to the garden and he spoke to uh, he spoke to the woman. You know, he found this beast. Yes, I realized I'm a spirit. I cannot talk to Eve. Oh, there is this beast. He's so close to man. He can reason. He says, Sorry, Mr. Serpent. Sorry. Please borrow me your and this is not a living soul. So he did not have power of choice. Yes, like you remember in, in, in the tombs of Gadara. There was those demons, legion. They said, let us go into the animals. When Jesus pointed, yes, we are stronger. They didn't go to the pigs. Say, Please, Mr. Pete. Bambi, Tezaga, they were rushing to go and fall into the, the lake. And some of you who say you don't eat pork, then you shouldn't drink water. Because also the water receives the demons. Come on, enjoy your pork. Amen. Now look at look at this. At that moment, this a spirit, the um, devil, um, came right into that beast. And the beast realized, hey, what's happening? Okay. Now it was receiving command. So go to Eve. Use your knowledge. The Bible says this was more simple that God had created. So he started beguiling. And at the end of the story, man had sinned. Eve had sinned. And the Bible says, when she came to Adam, Adam, she preached to him also. And Adam partook of the fruit of the tree. He 
But here is what I wanted to bring you to. Brother Banam in the church age book somewhere. He says Adam knew what he was doing. Now that can be heavy for someone. But I want you to follow me here. Adam, Adam was a born of born of God. Adam So God was his redeemer. Eve was a born of born of Adam. Adam Adam was his redeemer. Christ is the head of the man. The man is the head of the woman. Now, for this. At that moment, when Adam saw what Eve had done, he knew if I let her be, I lose forever. But if I partake of this, if I'm a part of this, there is someone who will read. Hallelujah. Amen. And indeed, Adam was right on the spot. Adam, So he took of it. And, and to prove what I'm saying, in the book of First Timothy chapter two, the Bible says, for Adam, for Eve was in the transgression. So he didn't say Adam. And that was the reason why. But after that was done. They have all sinned. Then God comes down. What did he call? Eve, Eve, where are you? Your Bible? Adam, Adam, where are thou? Adam, And while God called Adam, because Adam was a part of him, Adam, I believe wherever he was, Adam was the He was just squeezing the hand of his wife. Here we are in this together. You are a part of me. If he is my redeemer, I am your redeemer. Hallelujah. Amen. He will not let me die. I will not let you die because you are a part of me. Hallelujah. Amen. And we say right man always fight for his wife. And Jesus is a right man. He came down from heaven to fight for his wife. To fight for his child. Regardless of the sin that has marred your soul. I have come as your redeemer. Do you get this? Do you understand this church? And right there, the devil thought he had got them. Hallelujah. Amen. But there was something that God had done there. Oh my, he did something to show what he will do. Hallelujah. Amen. So come on up here, Adam. Who told you you did this? Adam, my wife. Who told this alright. Not everything, all right. I want to talk Then. Oh. He has God. He went to one of his creations. His spoken word. A lamb. 
Akana kendiga. Took it. I don't know how he did it. Because he told us what the outcome. But I believe he might have taken it. Who is the snake? Blood spilled everywhere. And then he pulled the skin off. I'm sorry, sheep. But I have to do this for a greater cause. And he skinned that sheep only to take it to Adam and Eve. And the Bible says, God clothed them in coats of skin. And I believe wherever they were going, it was dripping with blood. Can't you see Jesus in the picture? Hallelujah. Amen. As Jesus was on the cross. Yes, we are But Abraham says, even God looked on the side. As he cried, hey, my father. My father. Why have you But he had to go through the skinning. Because he was the lamb of God. To take the sins of the world. Who was he? He was the word, the spoken word. Jesus was. And as he died, and as he went through the suffering on the cross. Hallelujah. Amen. There was something calling on us. Redemption. Redemption is coming. Redemption is coming. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is a song Bruno that even angels can't sing. The devil thought he had got them. But as he saw Jesus dying on the cross, he thought, oh, yeah. I have him. Like I had all of the others. I almost thought this one is going to defeat me. Mm. But I have him finally. Look at him crying. Bleating like a sheep on the cross. But the devil didn't know. Things were just coming from bad to us. Because the Bible says. When Jesus gave up the ghost. That very instant. He walked down to hell. Everybody that was going to hell was being imprisoned. Imprisoned. There were souls of them that were in hell. But when Jesus walked there, hallelujah, Amen. he didn't go to hell. He didn't go there to go to prison. To go to prison. He went to hell to take over. Amen. Allow me to talk about my Redeemer. Jesus went to hell, brother. Sister Grace, he went to hell to take over. And if Jesus took over hell, at that time, he takes over hell even today. And when he went to hell, you know, he banged all those doors of hell. And he took the keys of hell, the grave, and he left the devil in a shock. He said, what 
just happened. And all the demons were there. They can't understand. But who was he? He was our redeemer. I will tell you this. There was the last one to go to the prison. To paradise. And that the thief on the cross. And the thief on the cross. Didn't even get an opportunity to baptism. But because he believed. Jesus told him. Yes, I will meet you in paradise today. And Jesus fulfills all his promises. And right there. When Jesus got done with the devil. Yes, we are he realized there's one more place to go. And he went through paradise. Hallelujah. Amen. And that thief on the cross was there waiting for him. Abraham was there waiting for him. Moses was there waiting for him. Joseph was there. All the Old Testament saints were there. And they met him. Job met him. He said, it's the one I saw. And they all rejoice. The thief on the cross. Lord, all of them is the man on the cross. Everybody had seen him in his own way. But Jesus told them, come on boys. You need to get out of here. Amen. And that was the great resurrection. And the Bible says, for 40 days, they saw them walking in the streets of If someone tells you there is no rapture, tell them you have seen it before in the Bible. What about that one? Those who were dead for years and years and years. They rose out of their grave. Let me tell you. I don't know when Jesus is coming. But I know he's coming. And with my eyes. I will see him. No grave will hold me. No sickness can hold me. No curses can hold me. No religious spirit can hold me. Because my Redeemer rose again from the grave. Hallelujah. And I'm trying to find a place to finish this. He says, and as of how will the angels sing the redemption stories? How will they sing with the when they don't even know what redemption means? But we can sing it. Let me tell you, everywhere the word of God is preached, where is joy in the camp? Amen. Wherever the word of God is, there is joy. Joy unspeakable. It's not something that you work up. But the word of God brings it joy. Out of your soul. This is greater than football. People watching a football match will all behave crazy. Some of them can remove even their clothing. Who tells you that the children of God shouldn't rejoice? 
that's why we rejoice because even in heaven we shall sing songs angels cannot sing tell me when angel Gabriel is standing there sing us singing redeem thou I love to proclaim you'll be like what's happening Redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. The angel will stand and gasp. Ah. In these people, they have so much fear. They have so much joy. We shall sing a new song. The song of the Lamb. Because we know what sin is. We know what death is. And because of that, we have known redemption is. And angels don't know. When angels sinned, they were not able to be redeemed. So the prophet says here, we know what it means to be lost and what it means to be found. They that were low, they are now far. And we know what it means to be is there somebody here who knows what it means to be lost? Do you know what it means to be found? Oh, I'm so glad he found me. With his arms he found me. And his arms he wrapped me. And he brought me into this message. And now I am one of his own. And oh, that joy of knowing. Hallelujah. In my heart are glowing. Someday I'm going to my home. My home in glory. I will walk on streets paved with gold. Amen. This is the blessed hope I tell you. And he says you never, you, you see, you know, we know what it means to be lost and what it means to be found. But for the angels, you see, you never was lost. So you don't know what it means to be found. And if you have never been lost, you don't know what it means to be found. It is those who are lost. They know what it means. It is those who have heart sickness. That knows how to enjoy good health it is that vile person that walked the streets yonder that never had a friend that never had one or one to put their arms around that never had nobody to even look at them and to consider them it is that person that knows what a real friend means to put an arm around Sure, you have to know. Let me tell you. I know that I have a 
that I have a savior. I know that I have a redeemer. When nobody can, he can. When nobody can save me, he can save me. When nobody can take me out of my addiction, he can take me out. And his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, we have no shame to watch this Jesus. We have no shame to glorify his name. Hallelujah. Do I have someone here that knows? That can say, I know. I know my Savior. I know my Redeemer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have no apologies. Say tonda. Because you know when you are redeemed, you seem to be born of a woman. You become born of a man. Your soul is redeemed. And Christ dwells in your soul. Everybody has no choice. Come under subject. And now I want to finish. The Bible says, whosoever that is born of God does not commit sin. Do you see it now? Does not commit sin. For his seed remains in him. And he cannot sin because he's born of God. As musicians are coming. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Tell someone I'm going to overcome the world. Amen. You have to preach it before you can leave it. I am going to overcome the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith. We know that whatsoever is born of God sinneth not. But he that is begotten of God. Amen. Oh my God. He that is begotten of God. Keepeth himself. And that wicked one. Touches him not. Amen. Hallelujah. Do I have a people here? Who have a testimony? Who have known their Redeemer? Who, know, who know that sin and death has no power over them? Amen. Let me tell you, even from the time when I was 15 years old, when I believed this message, and I received this revelation, I lived about sin. I went through all sorts of temptation as a younger boy. And I overcame them all. Not because of me, but because of knowing what my Redeemer had done. That's why believers above sin. But 
Come on, everybody, stand on your feet, begin to worship. Our Redeemer liveth. He's alive even today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Christ Himself. If Christ stood here tonight, like me, he could not heal you. He has already done it. If you've been redeemed, how can you be redeemed a second? You've been already redeemed. If you had something in a pawn shop, and give a receipt and you go uh, got a receipt that you redeem that thing how can you redeem it the second it's already been redeemed so we are redeemed the product of God is grace and I say that again so we are a redeemed product of God's grace. Praise be to his holy name. We are redeemed now. Physically. And spiritually. Now if you believe that you might as well begin to worship. Oh hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your grace and mercy. Thank you for your love. Worship him just with your own mouth. Lift up your hands and begin to worship. You have a reason to worship him. He's our redeemer. He's redeemed our souls from sin and sickness. You have a right to claim it. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Redeemer. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's come on, church. Worship him. Worship him with your soul. Let's lift up your heart. Begin to worship him. He's given us this message of the hour. Because he's our redeemer. The bleeding words. By receiving that word. You have received your redeemer. The blood which was shed on the cross. He's here this morning. In the form of his word. And that's why I worship him. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Here I am to worship you, Lord. Here I am to bow down, Lord. Here I am to say, oh God, you are my God. You are my Redeemer. You are altogether lovely. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Here I am to worship
worship him saying with all your soul salvation and healing. If you 
you are a sinner and you are here just know that there is a savior and he is your redeemer leave your blood your sins for the blood to cover just worship him if you're hurting worship if you are in sin worship let him wash away your sins and cleanse you make you whole again If you have questions, wash me. For he has all the solutions to your troubles. There is deliverance in worship saints. what religion you are in he wants to save you hallelujah hallelujah oh hallelujah hallelujah Lord. thank you Jesus just come stand right there just as you lift your hands to him and pray when you down Ask for God to give them grace. Ask for God to forgive their sins. Ask for God to hear their prayer. He's a redeemer. The redeemer of our souls. And he's a redeemer of this too. Oh, yes, Lord. Hear the prayer of your daughter. As they come confessing their sins, Lord. 
They are ready and willing to forsake the world. And they just want to yield their souls to you now. They they want to confess you, Lord, as their Lord and Savior. Receive them, I pray, O God. And Lord, as they come here, Father, as a testimony, dear Lord, before all these people, let this be the beginning of great things that are going to happen in their lives. Grant it, Lord. Grant it, Lord.